I do want you to continue to remember we're going to try to have a Bible conference this year, and, and I'm starting to invite the preachers. I usually start about the 1st of February and uh, inviting the preachers, so I'm going to start inviting them. I've already, we've already talked to one. Uh, pretty sure he's going to come, and uh, it's going to be hard to get to. I'm only going to have probably six or eight. It's going to be hard to hard to get preachers now because they just, uh, a lot of them not able to come and some of them just don't go anywhere anymore. But pray that the Lord will see fit to send us the preachers that we want to get. Um, pray, pray for the Bible conference. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Luke. Let's all stand as we preach one verse. I'm going to be using the same verse I used Wednesday night for our text. The title of my message today is What Constitutes True Greatness? What Constitutes True Greatness? And Luke 1 and says, Luke 1 in the 15th verse says, For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for John the Baptist, who we're going to talk about today. We, I think we forget sometimes uh, what he's called. Uh, there's so many different religions today, Lord, that uh, people don't like to call John a Baptist, but he was. And I'm thankful that he was, Lord, and I pray that you'll see fit to bless, bless us today. For it's in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you. you may be seated. <coughs> what constitutes true greatness? It was John the Baptist who constituted true greatness. Well, what about Paul Jackson, the Baptist? What about Sam Henry the Baptist? What about Jim Gillis the Baptist? What, what, we, we're all Baptists. At least I think we all are Baptists. I hope we're all Baptists. A lot of people are doing away with the Baptist church today. They don't want to be called Baptists. They, they don't want anything to do with the church. A lot of these reformers today uh, you know you ladies go into a reformer church you don't have to wear a head cover they don't believe in it you don't you don't have to keep quiet because they don't believe in that either uh, lots they don't believe in as far as the church is concerned but what what about uh, what, what are we what does God call us? God called John great. He said there in that 15th verse, For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord. Why can't we be great in the sight of the Lord? I'm sure we can. It was John the Baptist who constituted true greatness. It was not what the world thinks of man, but it has, the world has its own judgment of greatness. 
world certainly is not going to look at us Baptists and say we're great. The world's not going to look at uh, you and say you're great because they think you're foolish for coming. Uh, and I'm telling you, folks, I have people tell me this. How, how do you get anybody to come? It's foolish for somebody to come to a church that has some of the rules and regulations that Baptists have. Uh, Baptist is not very, not very, uh, not, not looked on as, as much in this, in this day and time. But uh, I think true greatness is, is, is in a lot of the Baptists that a lot of them never get recognized. I mean, for you being here today, I think you're great. I think you're great for coming out this morning. It's cold. It boy, it's cold. I'll be glad when warm weather gets here. Everybody talks about in the winter and summertime, they say, well, I'll be glad when it cools down. Wintertime, I'll be glad when warm weather gets here. I, I will. I'm, I'm never going to complain about being cold, hot again. Because I tell you, it's, uh, it's one of those things that we, we think about. The world, the world judges greatness a lot differently than we do. But what does God think of man? What does God think of, of you? And what does God think of me? That's what we, we, we need to be concerned about. This one greatly, this, the, the one greatly differs from the other. That is the world's treatment of greatness and God's treatment of greatness. The world thinks that people got money are great. They think people that's that's got the big jobs and and do do big things they're great. And and I, I look up to them too. But uh, the, what the world thinks about greatness, what God thinks about greatness, is vastly different. God does God doesn't judge man by what he looks like, what kind of job he's got, how much money he's got, what kind of car he drives. God doesn't judge men like that. God judges men according to how faithful they are as far as concerned. John's greatness was according to the standards set in heaven. In the Lord's estimation, John was a great man. He was a great man in God's estimation. He was a great man. Uh, Luke states... And he shall be, he shall go before him in the spirit of the power of Elias. Elijah, he's talking about Elijah there. To turn the hearts of the father in the children and the disobedience of the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. John the Baptist was, John the Baptist was because we're, he is the reason we're, we're called Baptists today. <clears throat> not it has nothing to do with with uh, because we 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 don't call ourselves Baptists. That was a mockery. It was a mockery when um, they called us Baptists today. John was called a Baptist, and and I I, I don't care what people think. Some people think I'm not that very smart. And uh, I'm, I'm not, but uh, I think John carried the Baptist name long before we did. Somebody said one time, 
all these people that John baptized, were they Baptists? I believe they were. I believe he baptized them. They, they became Baptists. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, believe, I believe that all along. And, and uh, I think he's the one prepared the first church, people for the first church. People for the first church were the 12 apostles, and John is the one who prepared them. He baptized them. They, they, didn't have, they didn't have any other baptism. John baptized them, and they became God. The Lord chose them to be members of his church, those 12 that, that were members of his church. He says he made, he, he, he made ready a people prepared for the Lord. He, he baptized them for a reason. He baptized them because they, they were all going to constitute a Baptist church. And, uh, you know, we, we, got, we got any more people don't care whether you, taught, you teach a universal church or, 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 or a, a, a church that you, like Landmark Baptist Church. Uh, we're not a universal church. None of you are visible today. I see every one of you. What, what I can see, what I can see, I see every one of you. And... Uh, you know, you, you're not an invisible church, but they, they, they love to teach that today. They, people teach that today. They some, they some um, Reformed Baptists who teach that today. They say there's nothing wrong with teaching an invisible church, universal invisible church. I'm telling you folks that they're out there and, and, they're, and, and, they're, and people don't care. I'm telling you, people don't care anymore, and that's that thing that bothers me. I do care, but the thing that bothers me, people don't care. They don't care anymore, just as long as they're they got friends. As long as they got friends there, that's all they care about. <coughs> John was was grateful and useful to the Lord <coughs> because the Lord thought of him as great. <coughs> he was useful. He was useful to the Lord because he was great. He was a great man. God used him. God used him tremendously. Can you, can you think of any other better use of one than, than God would send a person to prepare 12 people to eventually constitute what I call a Baptist church? Well, they don't like that anymore. A Baptist church. We're just about, we're just about done with Baptists in this country. You don't, you don't see it, you don't see it on, you ever see Baptists mentioned on television? You don't ever see Baptists mentioned on television. <clears throat> you don't ever see uh, news people talking about Baptist people. The only time they talk about Baptists is I heard a newsman was running down a, a church up in Wisconsin because they taught against homosexuality and, and he, he called them he said, well, they're just, they're just uh, mis, misrepresented Baptists <coughs> or something like that. They don't, they don't, they don't, want, they don't, want, to, they don't want to recognize Baptists anymore. And John, but John was a Baptist. And he, 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 he wasn't John Baptist. He was John the Baptist. Remember that. He's a man called John. What does the Lord think of Paul the Baptist? Well, how to get... How how do how 
How do you get the power of the Spirit? Paul, John, Bible says John was full. Says in the fifteenth verse, he was full of the whole field with the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> how did how do you get the power of the Spirit? If we don't long, if we don't long, if we don't long to be filled with the Spirit, then we will never be great in the Lord's eyes. Do you long to be filled with the Spirit? I do. I long. I want to be filled with the Spirit. I want to preach today with the filling of the Spirit, <clears throat> and, uh, and 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 I want to see that, and I want to find that again. I I I saw that one time back years ago. I, I've been doing this a long time. Back years ago, I saw where men preach with the feeling of the Spirit. They don't do that anymore. They just preach a preach a message that people like, and that's it. They they don't they don't preach anymore for the feeling of the Spirit. If we don't long to long to be filled with the Spirit, then we're never going to be great in the Lord's eyes. All the fruit comes from being great. All, all, all the fruit comes from being great in the Lord's eyes. That, that's, uh, that's, that's, where we, that's where our greatness comes from. The fruit, what, what, what is our fruit? Well, what do we do? What, what do we do? <clears throat> what do we do to produce fruit? Well, where, where, where is it? It's not, it's not here anymore. Man, I, I, I used to remember, <clears throat> I used to remember the time when, when uh, we, when Calvary Baptist Church, what I pastored, over in, over in, in Cynthiana, Kentucky. I remember that they had three women and two children when I went there, and I saw the Spirit moved in that church. The Spirit moved, and the Spirit moved, and and there was eighty-one people that stood up and called Brother Tony Vance as their pastor when when I left there in in nineteen eighty four. There was there was eighty one people. Three women from three women and two children to eighty one people. The spirit moved. We we had twenty six people saved at one time during that time period. Twenty six people. We baptized Baptized 26. We had more than that saved. We baptized 26 of them during that time. So what's great? Would, 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 would people say today that was great? I, I think it was great. I think it was a great time, a great time when the Lord worked in the church. And a great time when, when people stood up in the church and cried out. Yeah, they did. They stood up in the church and they cried out. They cried out, well, where, where, where are those times? Where are those days? John the Baptist, those great days. John, John preached himself right into the loss of his head. Sure. I mean, well, are we willing to sacrifice our lives for what we believe and what we stand for? Or do we, do we want to, or, or do we want to, uh, wait and, and see if anybody's ever gonna, anybody else is ever gonna be filled with the Spirit. I, I, I don't, I don't call this shouting and carrying on and going on in a church as filled with the Spirit. I'll never forget those days. I'll never forget those days when us little boys, us little boys went in a church, no shirts on, 
we went in a church and sat out on the back row, and and uh, this that up there in Hungry Holler where I was raised, and uh, this uh, woman jumped up and started doing leapfrogs down the aisle, scared us little boys dead. We took off running. We 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 run. We run. Plum, plum as far as we could go away from that building. Because this scared us to death. Well, I tell you, I think it would scare us to death today if we found anybody that filled with the Spirit. John, the Bible said, John was, and he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. Isn't that amazing? You take Jeremiah. Jeremiah said he was called before he was ever conceived, that he was called. And uh, when John the Baptist first met the Jesus Christ, both of them, Jesus was in the womb of Mary and John was in the womb of his mother. And he leaped for joy. He leaped for joy in the womb when, when, he, when he came to Jesus Christ. I think of old Simeon, the, the priest. He longed for the day that he, he could see the, the Son of God. And when, when they came and hand him the baby Jesus, he started dancing and singing and leaping with joy because he, they had hand him the, the, the sacred one. And what... what what is this today? What, what are we doing today? I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best to, to, to teach the Lord Jesus Christ to people. I try my best to teach her, but it doesn't seem like it doesn't move. The Spirit just doesn't move like it once did. I want to see the Spirit moving again. What, what are the elements of true greatness? If we want to know the true elements of greatness, and we must look closely at John the Baptist. You, you won't know the you won't know the the elements of true greatness. Look at John the Baptist. What did John do? John came out of the wilderness, eating eating locusts. I can't imagine eating locusts. I've seen those things before, and I'm sure not going to eat none of them. But he came out eating locusts and wild honey. <laughs> And uh, I guess honey's good for you. I don't know. They say it's good for a cough. It sure hasn't helped mine. I've drank the whole bottle of, of, of honey. I mean, let, me say, let me tell you, folks, there's a lot there. There's a lot there to see, a lot there to understand when you think about John the Baptist. Again, what about, what about Paul the Baptist? Is there anything to him? There's nothing to him. There's nothing to any... All, all of you are Baptists. There's nothing to us. We don't, we, don't, we don't amount to a thing in the world today. I'm serious, folks. I'm telling you. I'm, I'm seeing this, and it bothers me. It bothers me no end. It has bothered me for years. As I've, as I've seen people, Emma Gantry, and you remember who that was? 
Who played Elmer Gantry's? Clint Eastwood, didn't he? He was called a Baptist. He was a cussing preacher. He was a drinking preacher. He's a smoking preacher. And he was called a Baptist. That's not a Baptist. Not in my book. Not a Baptist. You might think it's okay to drink. I don't think it's okay to drink. I don't think it's okay to, to even sip. You go ahead. I, you go ahead. I, I'm just telling you what I believe. I don't believe it's okay to cuss. <coughs> even though I get mad and I, old brother John, uh, the preach pastor of the church up there in Cincinnati, he said he never heard a preacher cuss a man out, didn't need it. Well, I, I don't think I don't think a preacher should curse. I think I think I think all Baptists should live godly lives. I like it. I like it when when one of my members calls me up early six o'clock this morning. Becky called me. She, I know she's my daughter, but she's still a member here. She called me up and apologized because they had to call her to work. She wasn't going to be able to come today. She said, I planned on, said, I look forward to coming to church today. I said, now I'm not going to get to come because they said I had, they wanted me to come to work. That's good. That's good. I'm looking forward to the day when, when we we don't think these things are okay. I, I don't care how much you like somebody, if they smoke, if they drink, and they're just like I think Brother Kendall said one time, he saw a preacher light up a cigarette in the pulpit. Got done preaching and lit up a cigarette. I've never seen that, but I did see one preacher one time that. Did smoke in the pulpit, but he he put it out as soon as he got up in the pulpit. I don't I don't I don't I don't agree with those things, folks. Greatness that's not greatness in my book. That's not greatness. John the Baptist wasn't like that. John the Baptist was a godly man. He walked he lived a godly life and he walked he walked a godly line. He he had things in his life that that he he wasn't about to do. So if you want to know what true elements of greatness, then we look closely to John the Baptist. What what was there in John that made him great? He was a he was a noble birth. He was a direct descendant of Aaron the priest. John belonged to the priestly family. Yes, when he came on the scene. Turn with me to Matthew, the third chapter, if you would, for just a moment. Matthew, the third chapter. There's something I want to read here. Matthew 3. I'm going to let you turn. i got to turn too. I usually got this stuff marked off, but I didn't do it. Matthew, the third chapter, beginning with the first verse. Says, in those days, in those days came John the Baptist preaching 
in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now there, there you go. There she, there she. Filled with the Spirit. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. This same, and the same John had his raiment of camel's hair and a leather girdle about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey. Then, then went out to him Jerusalem and all of Judea and all the regions round about Jordan and were baptized of him in the Jordan confessing their sins. Don't, boy, they, he, had, he had a bunch of them came to him. What did he tell them? He said, y'all, go, y'all show me meat for repentance and I'll baptize you. He wouldn't baptize just anybody. Well, they'll baptize anybody today. Most Baptists will. They'll baptize anybody today. They, 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 won't, they don't have any requirements. Enough to make you sick. Makes me sick. They just they just put them in the church. They just they 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 put them there. You talk about these churches of thousands of people. You got these churches of got uh, 10,000, 20,000 people in them. There's a church there in Louisville, Kentucky that's got three, four buildings. Four buildings. Each building holds 20,000, or I believe it's 10,000 people. They got four buildings full. My sister went to that church. And I asked her one day, I said, you ever talk to the pastor? She said, I don't even know him. She said, all I ever see, he preaches on a screen, TV screen. Thousands of them. They baptize them into the what they call the church. It's just not, it's not right. John wouldn't baptize just anybody. Those Jews came to him and they wanted to be baptized. And he said, no. He said, you bring me back. You bring me back uh, some kind of a proof that you're that you're what you say you are, and I'll baptize you. He wouldn't just baptize anybody. He didn't even want to baptize Jesus. And Jesus said, "He said I must be baptized by you." I'm just I'm just paraphrasing. Jesus told him, "said I, I must be baptized of you." But he wouldn't baptize just anybody. We baptize anybody today. Just put them in the church. We don't. We don't care what they believe, what they stand for. I do. And it, it breaks my heart when I see that people you baptize don't care. They don't. They don't care what goes on. The best we can get today is. Best we can get today is, is is all we care about. 
John, John was a relative of Jesus Christ. You too can become a relative of Jesus Christ. If you're already a relative of Jesus Christ, then you're, 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 you're already great in God's eyes. I'm a brother of Jesus Christ. And if you're saved, you are too. And if you're not saved, you can become a brother of Jesus Christ. Just trust the Lord as your Savior. Trust Him. Listen to that still small voice when it speaks to you. If it's not speaking to you, then you're, you're in bad shape. I believe it. I, I believe when he talked about him being full of the Holy Ghost. I believe in being filled with the Holy Spirit. Just like when I preached it back in December, in, in December the 25th. Man, the, the Satan was all over me. Satan was all over me that day. That, that's real. That's real. It's real. And I want to tell you, being filled with the Holy Spirit is real too. I don't know about you, but I'm a child of the King, a brother of Jesus who made me this way. It was a sovereign God. Every child is great in God's eyes. Praise the Lord, hallelujah, every child is great in God's eyes. Everyone, if you're saved today, you're great in God's eyes. You're a brother of Jesus. You're, you're a child of the King. We sing that song, a child of the King. what you are that's what we are that are saved I'm thankful for that I'm thankful for that I I just wish I was able to jump up and down here but I'd be jumping up and down but I'm not able to do that anymore I'm not able to pound on the pulpit like I used to somebody might say well I liked that those days well it ain't no different. I'm no different than I was then. I just not able to do the things I used to do. But I can still preach. I can still preach just sitting in this. I'm like old brother Jerry Gunn. I ain't no different than a preacher because I'm sitting down. I'm still the same preacher. Something else. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We belong to the king. All right, let's all stand, if you would. Let's be dismissed. I tell you, we're going to sing a song today. If Carmen and Reggie would come and lead us in a song. Reggie, come lead us in a song. Turn this thing off here.